Hey everybody, welcome to episode 32 of Two Views Movies Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Two Views Movies Podcast, a spoiler-filled podcast by two guys who love watching movies almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. And today is our July preview episode. So much like previous months, we're going to go through some of the standout movies coming out in the next month, things that we hope to cover here on the podcast, and give you our initial thoughts based on the trailers that we've seen and news that we've read about what we expect. First up, Ant-Man and the Wasp, coming out on July 6th. Ant-Man 2, essentially. If you haven't seen Ant-Man, see that first, then come into the Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think the big question on everybody's mind, which I think has kind of been partially answered, but it'll still be a question maybe for people who don't follow it as much as you and I do, but they're going to want to know where this falls in the Infinity War timeline. Is it before Finger Snap or is it after Finger Snap? We got a little uh, heads up on where Scott Lang is in Infinity War. They said he and Hawkeye were on house arrest, essentially uh, made a deal with the government. Because they were criminals. Because of Civil War. Because of Civil War, made a deal, and they're uh, back home with their families. Yep. So, but we don't know, again, if this is set before all hell breaks loose or uh, or after that. So, I don't think there's been anything said in the trailer, but I, and I don't know this for sure, so I'm not spoiling anything, but I'm pretty confident in saying that it's pre-Infinity War. Because you think his world would be very different. Yeah, I mean, you can't have a movie set in a world where half the population has died and nobody in the movie is acknowledging it. Yeah. So it has to be pre infinity war. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah, I do too. I think that this movie could be better than the original. The original was fine. I I don't remember what I gave it. I think three and a half maybe is what I gave. I probably should have looked that up. This has all the makings to be much, much better. Yeah. You don't have to deal with the setup. True. So you can cut like 45 minutes of intro to characters, intro to technology, how it can do what it can do, all that stuff. And you just dive right in. And I think from the trailer, I'm hoping it's not overselling us, but there's a lot of action in the trailer. I mean, I can think of probably four or five different fight scenes off the top of my head and things are being used more, that there's a lot more um, increase and decrease in size and increase and decrease in objects. So, And you have two different aspects of that so you have that like you mentioned the size thing that ant-man the wasp can do but then you also have the villain the ghost who can phase and turn invisible and so they can do different things with that and there's a lot of cool things mixing both of those together that hopefully make even more more fight scenes that we haven't seen yeah you know really cool and they are really keeping the ghost is that the actual name ghost is the the character okay they're keeping it really vague of what this person is why she can do what she can do what her goals are somebody makes a comment in the trailer and i really hope this is not the path they're going but like oh she wants to take over the world kind of thing that's overly generic and nobody likes that i'm hoping that was just more comedic but they don't really give you much of the villain in the trailer like you don't really know what the motivation is or what the real conflict is in the movie based off the trailer so the ghost in the comics is a guy and he's a thief and he invents his suit and things like that. This one, it almost seemed like she didn't want to be in the trailer. Okay. It almost looked, she almost looked conflicted with the technology. Like somehow she's stuck with it. 
I don't know why I got that. I don't know if there's a line hmm. in the trailer that said something, but she, when it showed her face, it was like she's not really an evil person, but has to do something. Yeah. That's kind of how I, I, I yeah. got it. And it seemed like there was maybe two sets of villains. So you have her, but then it also looked like there was henchmen of some kind. And I don't know if they're necessarily affiliated. I, and I think I saw Walton Goggins in there briefly. <laughs> Did you see him? <laughs> I don't think so. I would need to look it up. But I'm pretty oh, sure maybe, I saw uh, him rolling yeah. in the van. In a van, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because he's a henchman. That's, that's what he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, well, see, I think uh, I think it'll be a they did this to her, but so she's not really on the right side of the law, but so like she's Bucky? not the, yeah, like Bucky. There you go. Have you seen posters for this movie? <laughs> they did the same thing as they did in the, in the first one. Yeah. Well, I, so where I was going with that is I've seen character posters and Michelle Pfeiffer is in this movie. Oh, she is. But she's nowhere to be found in the trailer. No. Well, I thought going back to the poster. I thought you're you're talking about the poster that has them as ant size, and it's a big white oh. poster, and has him and the wasp <laughs> okay. next to each other. No, I haven't <laughs> seen that. One. <laughs> Those are hilarious. They get me every time. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's just a big white sheet yeah. <laughs> with them in the, in the very middle. And they did that with the first one. It was just just him and yeah. There. No, that's now good. It's, now it's him and the wasp. Uh, but Michelle Pfeiffer is the original wasp, right? Uh, I assumed who's um, trapped in the quantum realm. Yeah. That I'm assuming they get her out. Yeah. And they don't want to ruin how she gets out. I guess. No, I guess they don't want to. Well, I guess it could be a flashback that she's in there, but. Sure. I just thought it was funny that they would show her on character posters, but not show her even in the trailer. Well, marketing people are a strange breed. And why they choose to reveal things and, and not other things, I don't, I don't get. Sure. And we'll get to some of that and see others these other trailers that we're about to see. But, right. But no, I'm, I'm really excited. I like Kate. Who's the wasp in this? Kate yeah. from Lost, Evangeline Lilly. Yes, yeah. Um, she, uh, I think she's she's a great choice for this, and I think she's a, I think she will be a really really cool character that people are going to want to want to be and emulate. Yeah, you know. And my assumption would be if this is pre Infinity War that one or both of them will be in Avengers Four. Oh, I can, you can almost guarantee both of them will be right. Well, unless unless they both die in this. Which would never happen. It would be one of them, right? If one, that would be the reason for one of them to go fight. Like if he's really on house arrest, but she got finger snapped, then no. So you think that's a post credit scene where one of them drifts away? Uh, no. Or... Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying that that that's motivation. Like same for Hawkeye, right? Hawkeye's on the bench. He's on house arrest, but he's going to go fight now in Avengers Four because his family disappeared. Yeah, I bet that. Well, see, I, I figured that for Hawkeye. I think the same could apply to. Ant Man and the Wasp, yeah, that could be. But I, I think uh, I think they like what they've seen from Kate to put her in Evangeline Lilly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She'll always be Kate to yeah. me. Um, to put her in Avengers, I yeah, think. I think yeah. I think so too. I and I think that they haven't gotten a lot of screen time compared to the other Marvel characters. Oh right. So I think having them both in that does not feel like overkill by any means. Oh no, no. I think again, I think. They, there's a lot they can do with those characters, and you even get uh, uh, Goliath, who's um, Morpheus. <laughs> you gotta stop doing that, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> he's uh, so he was he was in, in the comics also. He's a guy that can can grow and shrink and use the pim particles to grow. And him and Ant Man have a, a funny yeah funny exchange and there. And so I'm glad they acknowledge that uh, Goliath existed. 
at some point. Yeah. So, so that's cool. Yeah. So you got a floor and a ceiling? A floor. Uh, this could be a five. I mean, I think I think this this has your the floor is five. I'm, that's my ceiling. I'm starting okay. with a ceiling. I said floor and a ceiling. You go, oh, that's a floor. And- oh, they said, <laughs> yep, the five to a five. Yeah, well, I mean, you no. did that for Infinity War, so. Well, and it was. the uh, <laughs> No, I think that the ceiling is, is a five. I think it has all the makings of comedy, action, you know, good cast, everything that it, that it could be. What other Marvel movies have you given fives to? What other ones? Yeah. Civil War. Okay. Infinity War. Infinity War. Uh, Winter Soldier. Okay. Guardians. Okay. You really think Ant-Man 2 can hit that level? I think it can, because I think it's coming from uh, uh, almost a Guardian's place of you don't, you don't expect it. I don't know, man. And I, and I think, it's got, uh, I think it's, got, it's got potential. I would say, sure, anything is possible. I would say it's not very probable that that hits five stars. And I'm talking by your standards. Yeah. No, I think, I think it definitely could. I th- now, the villain, I haven't seen somebody that... I mean, I think the ghost would be cool, but Mike gonna love the villain, right? You know, with, with Goggins rolling around out there. I mean, I, I liked him in Tomb Raider. <laughs> he's he's okay. Yeah, he's not uh, again the the big baddie that I'm hoping to get. Sure. So that may be a little bit of a letdown, but if they do it, you know, Deadpool style with Cable, you know, how, however they do that, then, then maybe it could work. Civil War two factions not really a bad guy yeah i don't know uh so it could okay it, it could do that but i think uh i think it'll be around a three and a half i think a three is probably the, the floor but i don't think it'll get there okay so floor so recapping floor of three ceiling of five okay okay and yourself uh floor of three ceiling of four i just don't and a lot of that's going off of the first one i think it i think it has a lot of potential to be better than the first one but i don't see it getting higher than a four. Four and a half would be surprising. I, I don't. There's no way this is a five star movie, but I just don't feel it. You'll see. Yeah, I mean, Infinity War was not a five star movie for yes, me. Yes, it so. was. For I said for me. Yes, it was. Well, when You'll you ha- see. when you have self fulfilling prophecies by saying floor of five, ceiling of five. Oh, look at that! It was a five, and it was. It's pretty easy to do. Yep. All right, next one. Skyscraper. Yeah, it looks like conveniently we've got one movie per weekend that we're talking about this month so shouldn't be too hard to decide what you're going to see on any given weekend in july skyscraper is out on july 13th so the rock yeah you know anything that comes up with the rock i just defer to you so why don't you start dwayne over this one (laughs) oh yeah so you call the rock dwayne johnson you don't call him every other name of every character we start calling him hercules because he doesn't have that name (laughs) calling Lawrence fishburne morpheus calling evangeline lily kate then you get to the rock and you immediately you don't barely even call him the rock you go straight to dwayne dwayne (laughs) well he's kind of dwayne in this one ridiculous he uh so he apparently is a... <laughs> Speaking of, I kind of like this idea. You know how when people, uh, when Tiger Woods started to suck and people started calling him Eldrick? Eldrick. He <laughs> lost the right to be Tiger. <laughs> I think we should do that with The Rock. You make a bad movie, you're going back to Dwayne. You're going back when to Dwayne. When you make a good movie, you can keep The Rock. You can be The Rock that's, again. That's, that's going to be my podcast thing from now on. Is well, it's... He will be Dwayne in this one, unfortunately. Yeah. The, uh, so he's a, a war vet. Uh, we've gathered that lost his leg. I think he's an FBI. So I read this today. Okay. He's actually an FBI hostage rescue person. Now, Um. why that kind of person would be decked out in full camo and helmet like he is in the scene where he gets blown up. Yeah. I 
we'll have to watch and find out. But. Well, I assumed that he was full camo army vet, blood lost his leg, and then became FBI hostage person. Very well could be after post war right stuff. Yeah. And so, I mean, got, if you can become a primatologist after war stuff, why not a hostage After slaughtering po- many, many poachers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Uh, rampage. So he's he's got his family, and they're living in this tower in Singapore? Don't know. That's kind of where. Is this massively, is something like that? Yeah. Um, I, I guess because those big buildings are in Singapore. Yeah, Dubai's got some too. I don't really But this know. looked oceanic. Yeah. Well, and the main guy is Asian. He's the yeah. bad guy from The Dark Knight. So that's probably a fair So they assumption. hired him to run security for this building that's the biggest in the world, and we've entered into whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So, and it's storing some kind of MacGuffin, right? There's yeah. something somebody wants in that building. Something the bad guys are trying to get yeah. out. And his family is moved into an entire floor because he runs security, and uh, you know, hilarity ensues. So the first trailer that that we saw here, they're they're really playing up the one leg angle because the Rock has <laughs> right. never had had one leg before. Yeah. So that's what makes this different, right? So I kind of wonder. I did think to myself, like, how many uses are they going to find for the leg in this movie? It okay. So the first trailer, if you see the trailer, and he's running on the scaffolding and jumps to the building and misses, and then his leg gets caught on the rope. Like, oh, phew, you know, he got saved. But then there's a little hitch where the leg's like starting to come off and then it cuts away and it goes to another scene like, oh my gosh, you know, yes, he's going to get out of it, but how's he going to get out of it? You know, type of thing. And the second trailer, if you watch the second trailer, they show him reaching up and grabbing his leg, you know, and pulling himself up all the way up into the window. And like, why? Why would you show that? Well, I mean, you know, that's going to happen. Right. But that's like an intense part of the movie. And then they also show him... But is it really intense if you know well, that's on. not... I mean, but you know what I'm getting at here. I do know what you're getting at because I had the same thought in my head. But then I sat back and I was like, well, no. I mean, you know you know, he's making that jump. Or the leg could have came off and he swung down four floors, you know, and then now he's, well, but he, has, that, he uses really, something else as a leg. I don't know. But is that Can, really going to make a difference in your world? Like, no, but you don't need to show the whole scene. Just like they show in the second trailer him put his his family in an elevator and then cut the brakes and then, right. You know, and it goes all the way down to where they're free. Is that what it does? They they show the whole thing. Like like I don't like, we're sitting there in the theater and like, I can't get away from it. It's like, why are they showing us this whole thing? Because it sucks. And they want you to But showing us more of (laughs) of those completed scenes aren't helping. Well, if they're the best scenes. Well, (laughs) and so now we're going to get to the theater and like, yeah, that was right. saw Saw that in the trailer. Yeah. And that's the same with Jurassic Park. Did the exact same thing. I just don't understand why why they show all these scenes in this in this movie. You just need to excuse yourself from the theater when previews come on. Yeah. Well, again, I I was okay if I saw the, the same first trailer again. I didn't know they were gonna yeah. bu- bust out a, a actually, brand new one. I liked the second trailer better than the first one. The first one felt like a generic 2012 disaster movie to me. Like it's the family that gets split up and the dad's got to get reunited with his family. Whereas the second one felt a little bit more action movie to me. Oh, I got diehard-esque all the way from both. I didn't in the first one. Like I said, the first one just hit too many of the disaster film vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like um, Sudden Death and 2012 is on much larger scale. But those kinds of movies, whereas... Did you say Sudden Death? Yeah. The Van Damme? Yes. And the hockey rink? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but you know what i'm saying like it, how, how, hold on how are you gonna make that reference <laughs> nobody listening to this is gonna know they can google sudden it sudden death 
Google it. <sighs> okay. Well, Google they, it and watch it. And have, let us know what you think about they sudden death. have to death. play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon <laughs> to find out who you're talking about when you reference <laughs> character names from TV shows. If you shows. don't know who Morpheus is, that's on you. Oh, if you don't know who Kate is? Kate. Yes. Kate, yeah. Kate plus eight? Right. Yeah. How many different Kates could there possibly be? Kate from Lost. Right. So anyway, <laughs> the second one gave me more of the diehard vibe. That was the first time I was really like, oh, okay, I think I see where they're going. The first one felt disaster movie. Second one felt action movie. So that that was really the split for me. And I think it had to do with the music, the scenes they picked, everything. Just they, they took a very different approach on the second trailer. Didn't really make it look all that better to me, but it was definitely a different vibe that they were trying to do there, I thought. This unfortunately doesn't look doesn't look good. I don't even know if we're gonna get a a cool scene out of it. And it, doesn't, it, it looks better than Rampage. Oh no, no way. Uh, yeah, no. I would at least rather see the Rock beat up people than fight alongside CGI monsters. Did you see the main bad guy? No, I haven't really paid attention. I mean, exactly. He's pff. but that's I what mean, I'm saying. You're, you're, you're putting him against. Dwayne against this guy and it's like okay is this really going to be anything worth watching Yeah, because you know they're going to fist fight and, and this guy's going to pretend like he stands a chance but when's the what's the last Dwayne trailer that even looked good Rampage no it didn't I mean but what like Fast and the Furious I, I'm genuinely trying to think oh maybe Jumanji <laughs> Jumanji I mean Dwayne just doesn't pick good movies and this is another example of that He he does not make great choices no so then what's your floor on this? A floor, I mean, yeah, two. It could definitely be, I never want to watch this ever again. Yeah. Ceiling? But I do think it, it won't be unwatchable. So that's why I didn't get into the one and a half. I think it'll be seeing it and be done. But ceiling. Well, wait, what's the difference between unwatchable and not watching again? Unwatchable means that halfway through, I just want to be done. I want to turn it off. And I just, I just can't wait for it to be over. Oh, okay. A two to me is if it pops on TV, I'd, I'd never want to watch it again. Like I'd, I'd turn the channel. That seems very similar to me. No, the uh, one and a half is during the movie as I'm oh, watching it. Okay, I, I want, sorry, I, I was want, not connecting the dots. There. I, I want it to be done right now. If not, me turning it off. Two myself. is you can suffer through it, but you're just not going to. I watch can watch it, it once. I just never watch it again. Okay. So did you say your ceiling? I don't think you did. Uh, ceiling at at absolute best, a three and a half. Yeah. And that's just somehow I get some character that they've hidden from me, you know, throughout two very, Rock. very revealing trailer. Rocket know. comes in and grabs his leg. Something. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. So. Yeah. No, I, I'm actually the exact same floor of two ceiling of three and a half. And that is a max ceiling. I don't see any way around that, but the floor could be worse than a two. Yeah, it, it could be. Yeah. All right. Equalizer two coming out July 20th. You Denzel probably should see equalizer one. If you haven't seen it. I mean, I think it's going to be fairly standalone, but just to get an idea of what this movie is going to be seeing equalizer one would probably be decent. I don't think you need to. I really don't. I think this you know a guy has a CIA background and he gets into all these hijinks. I yeah. mean, I think that's yeah, that's what this movie is. I think, I guess maybe put it a different way. Maybe see Equalizer 1 to figure out if you should waste your time seeing Equalizer 2. You can probably find well, Equalizer 1 online streaming somewhere right now because I don't think this one's going to be very different. Well, I think the only reason why you'd need to see, and need is strong, uh, to see this is the relationship with that 
other CIA lady who apparently dies. Yeah, which, which again motivates I, him to do something. And which you could pick up in this movie. Yeah, that's with, all you need to know. Of he likes her. Because I don't really remember much about her in the first movie. I know that yeah, they're they had they don't really come out and say it, I don't think overtly, but they had feelings for each other and she helps him out along the way and then in two, you know, she dies, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna rehash that to the point that it at least makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So my point is you don't need to see Equalizer one to follow Equalizer two. I'm saying if you're on the fence about whether you or not you want to see Equalizer 2 and Equalizer 1 happens to be streaming or on demand or something, check that out because I don't I don't really see somebody watching Equalizer 1 and not liking it and then seeing Equalizer 2 and liking it. See, and, and that's where I, I think you're wrong. Oh, really? I think somebody wanting to see just Denzel go off, I think Equalizer 1 is kind of slow to get to that that's true and i think this one will dive right in and uh, so i think yeah. i think you could you could very easily like this one a lot more just because you have to sit through him sitting in a diner reading a book you know I, I just, yeah it's kind of like we said with ant-man and the wasp you with the sequel you get the benefit of not having to do character development not have to do any kind of setup you don't have to establish who this guy is you know who he is and now you just need to let him loose on some new chase yeah, and I think the only reason why I liked the first one as much as I did was I was just picturing him as as Creasy. Yeah, from Man on Fire. From Man on Fire. And so it's basically the same character, and I just continued him on into later on in his life. Yeah, yeah, it's a guy who's got a particular set of skills, and yeah. he finds a reason to apply them. Right. He's basically not using any of them, and then decides to use them again. Yeah. So, and then he finds more motivation in Equalizer 2. Goes around and, and kills a bunch of people. That's pretty much what I gathered from the plot. Yeah. In cool and different ways. Right. I guess. Yes. I remember a nail gun being used in Equalizer 1. It's <laughs> the one thing it, I remember about that. This movie. is not going to encourage you to go see Equalizer 1, but it reminds me of Hard Target. Uh, oh god so he the in the end scene is in a lowes-esque home depot type and it reminds me of the warehouse at the end of hard target terrible where there's pinatas and the hard and target they're hunting humans in the movie <laughs> well that's essentially what they're doing they're hunting him that is the same kind of idea not kind of the same but okay but basically yeah you should go see hard target in sudden death <laughs> right yeah that's two van damme references who would have thought in july preview we get i guess that maybe should set up our uh next retro review <laughs> yeah um so this one's done by antoine fuqua who did equalizer one training day and magnificent seven so he clearly likes working with denzel i like training day i liked equalizer and magnificent seven left a lot to be desired but i actually thought denzel was really good in that yeah I, it was okay yeah it was an um, okay movie i thought denzel was my favorite character even above chris pratt and ethan hawk and all those other guys denzel always turns in a good yeah, a good performance. I think, I can't, what do you think his his worst work has been? I mean, he even when he's in bad movies, he's in he does well. I'd have to think about that. I, I haven't seen some of his recent stuff. I know that Roman Israel Esquire movie was kind of divisive in terms of ratings. I remember Virtuosity being kind of cheesy. It doesn't mean that he did bad in it. No, no, he didn't. And I've been Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. And I have been straight watching Crimson Tide. It is on all the time. I've gotten two full viewings of Crimson Tide in the last week or so. Well, it's an excellent movie. Yeah. It's fantastic. I'd love for that to be a retro review. It's, it's one (laughs) after you just watched it. Yeah. Right. He does an excellent job. And again, I think you're going to see a good performance out of Denzel. 
no matter what movie he's in. So yeah. at least you're going to get that. And you're going to get some people that die in some really awkward ways. Yeah. Slash cool ways. Um, so I had a floor of two and a half and a ceiling of four. That's fair. I don't think it gets to a four. I think it's a two and a half to a three and a half. Yeah, but if I'm, my thought process was sort of that if, if Skyscraper can get to a three and a half, then <laughs> Equalizer should be able to get to a four. <laughs> right? I mean, if you think about it, just looking at trailers alone and three, what you like. Three and a half was something surprising well, coming that, at us. And that's what I'm saying here. I think, I mean, max ceiling is four. Okay. I mean, I, I don't remember. I'd like to go see what you rated Taken. I mean, that's kind of the other barometer I use on these older guys doing action movie type things. Like, I rewatched Taken a while back and it did not hold up very well for me. Yeah, I haven't seen Taken since I started rating movies. But yeah. it has a lot of nostalgia in my head of being one of the best. That uh, and and I don't think it's going to be because Taken Two and Taken Three really I think takes away from. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So it's still it's still an efficient movie, which is what I always liked about Taken. It's very efficient. It just goes, but the fight scenes don't hold up as well, and the editing's a bit. Choppy. I remember a lot of shaky cam. Yeah, well, it got worse in the other Takens. It's a yeah. little bit better in Taken 1. It suffers from the, the Bourne supremacy action right. camera shake. So I don't remember that happening in Equalizer, though, by the way. I feel like that was filmed pretty well. I'm, I, I think I'm going to make a concerted effort to go watch Equalizer 1 before this, just so I can have it fresh in my mind. All right. Last one that we have on our list is also in the last week of July. Mission Impossible Fallout, coming in July 27th. With Superman. Yeah, you can't keep doing that. Christopher Reeve, is he back? He's oh, back. Brandon Routh. He's That's back. who you mean. Brandon Routh is... Uh, or is Ben Affleck it? from Hollywoodland. Is that what you meant? <laughs> Everybody knows this. Who Superman is. Who is he? With or without the mustache? This this is with mustache. Well, right. It's the whole reason. Exactly. This is why Justice League was so laughably bad with Superman's face. Right. Was because he was filming this movie and could not shave the stash. Yeah. Because they're filming this, mm-hmm. and uh, so obviously Tom Cruise is is back, and Ving Rhames and Simon Pegg and the, and the whole gang uh, is back for another Mission Impossible mission. And it looks like so the first trailer came out with um, you didn't really know who Henry Cavill was going to be, and so he was kind of an, uh, a counterpart to Ethan Hunt. I don't and, think they it, even gave you that. I think they left it open in that first trailer that he could have been a bad guy. Yeah, well, I, I kind of gathered he was he he was kind of a bodyguard esque. I couldn't. I truly, I couldn't piece any of it together. The only two scenes you see Henry Cavill in, in the first trailer are the <laughs> loading his arms which in is the bathroom. Awesome. Yeah, which I I read an article that that was totally improvised by him. Well, he looks like a badass. Yeah, they told they didn't tell him to do that. He just did it, and then of course they cue the trailer music perfectly to it. But he's only in that scene in the helicopter scene, right. in which it's. Which both he's well the bathroom scene looks like he's fighting with Ethan Hunt against, but you can't really tell. They edit it yeah. in a way that you can't, and the same with the helicopter because well that that one looked like he was shooting at Ethan. Hunt. Again, it could have been clever editing. For all you know, he's in the same helicopter as Ethan Hunt because they be. don't show them at the same time. They show him shooting and Ethan. That's true. Moving. So it That's it was true. deceptive. But sorry to interrupt. Trailer two shed a lot more light on it. Yeah, so he's a paid assassin type guy who's just doing a job. And it looks like he's hunting Ethan. So I, what I got the impression was is that he's hired by Angela Bassett. 
Yes. Who is Alec Baldwin's boss, who is Ethan Hunt's boss. And that he, Henry Cavill, is supposed to be keeping tabs on Ethan Hunt during whatever it is that's going down. I, that that was my takeaway from it. So yeah. he's part of the government. He's, well, uh, and I said assassin. He's a paid paid guy. He's, yeah. on, he's on the same side as Ethan. Just not with like, Ethan. Not with Ethan, yeah. Exactly. Ethan breaks all the rules. Of course he does. That's what happens every movie. <laughs> I wonder if there's a knock list in this movie. Is he disavowed again? <laughs> right. Yeah, well, they do say that, right? Yeah. Well, I think they, they said disavowed. Yeah, they... They said, how many times can a guy be disavowed and Thank betrayed you. And, right. you know, by his own country and not snap or something like that? Yes. But Ethan's just a thrill seeker, so he'll do. He'll right. do whatever. I, okay, so I know I just said that I want to watch Equalizer 1. I, I just watched Mission Impossible 1 a few weeks ago. Which is a very different movie than all yes. the other Mission Impossibles. Yes, because, well, John Woo got his hands on Mission Impossible 2. You and can turned just it burn you should, you should still watch it. it, <laughs> it it's over the top in some scenes, it's, but it's, it's got... Horrendous. Two, it's not horrendous. Two, they leap off motorcycles. Yeah, that is very, very far-fetched. But it's not a horrendous movie. It it's made some questionable style chimera. choices. Yes. It's dumb. But Don't watch two. Go one, three, you have four, to watch five, it. six, how many there are now. So <laughs> that's the one thing about this franchise is that I, I always find myself liking it, but I can't discern like what, what four of the movies which... from each. Like I know Sawyer from Lost appears in one of them. I think it's Ghost Protocol, but I don't know is Ghost <laughs> so Protocol number four. You just spent... You know, three Josh bashing me. I didn't know his name. <laughs> but I at least said Sawyer from Lost, from, right? I said Kate from Lost. I think you said Kate first, but then you came back later after I called you out. But Josh Holloway, I just remembered his name. Yeah, he's a, he's in there. That's number four? Well, they don't they stopped numbering him, and so they just started doing names. Okay. Like Ghost Protocol and okay. Undiscovered can, Country. Can you name them all? Oh, is that... Is, <laughs> no, no, that's okay, Star Trek. That's Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to challenge ourselves right now because oh, okay. I have not looked at this. Mission Impossible 1, Mission Impossible 2. MI2. Mission Impossible 3. Yes. Then I think it was Ghost Protocol, right? Yeah. And now there's Fallout. There's, there's another one in there. Rogue. Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. Yes. I don't remember anything about he's Rogue in, Nation. That's Dubai, right? Where he's running down. I thought the... that was 4. Where he runs down the side of the glass building. I thought that was 4. Mm, that's i don't know see this is but this is what i'm saying yeah i somehow know in my head that i like mission impossible movies but i i can't sort them out well we watched a a clip on on youtube it was talking about how different action movies do do things and the formula for mission impossible is weak plot cool something really cool outlandish effects that 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 draw you in and and a decent decent cast. And then, then it moves you on to the next one that you don't really know what happened, but you thought something really cool happened. Yeah. You know, so you have like your one takeaway. Kind of like, you know, I mentioned you, you have your takeaway that why you'd watch that movie again was that really Ethan Hunt running down the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the and, and the thing that really gets me in these movies are Tom Cruise does most of the, almost all these stunts himself. Yeah. And so he's he breaks his ankle in this movie. Yeah. When, in the trailer where he's jumping across the building, you can see his his foot kind of snapped back. And right. He, that's awful. But, but uh, that's not even the big one that they're selling this time around. No. There's something no. with the helicopter. Yeah. He did. 
and then him falling. They kind of show the trailer. He's on yeah. the there's a cargo something below, and he's climbing up there. But but he does all the. He's like an action junkie. Yeah. And in the the last the last one is it the last one I don't know. But where he's on the side of the plane. Yeah. Um. Was that Rogue Nation? Uh. Sure. Well, they. So he. I mean, he's strapped in. Yeah. But he's hanging out the side of this plane, and they had to to loop around and land and they did this three times before they got that scene. And so he's truly strapped to the yeah. side of a plane. It's you, genius marketing on their part. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, Cause every time a new mission impossible comes out, they talk about what's the stunt that Tom Cruise is doing this time. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's insane to, yeah. to see him do this and it, it, it definitely adds to the movie yeah. to me. I mean, yeah, he, he's not hanging on with his bare hands and he's, he's strapped <laughs> right. in, but he's still, yeah. he's still outside of a plane, yeah, <laughs> and that's being. I think. Um, I think in Rogue Nation, the big stunt was he held his breath for an obscene amount of time. Like he had to go through all this training to learn how to hold his breath, and they did the this, four minutes. The, yeah, they did this a like, huge that, underwater take, and it was all one take, and they only did it because he could hold his breath for that long. I remember that. I don't know which movie it's from, but no, no, that's. Uh, I, remember, I know exactly what scene you're talking about. I feel like they cut away. Maybe they so, did. So I don't think that you get that. Like poor Tom didn't have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But right. if he did, that's pretty impressive. But yeah, that I think I want to go through and watch all the Mission Impossible's. I don't. I don't need to watch one because I just watched it. But I could go. I could go two through five. Three through five. No, you have to watch two. No, you don't. It, it's not See, as bad and, as and you're two, making it. And up so there. not only is it it really over the top and just truly not what the first one's about at all. It turns into more of a James Bond yeah uh, movie and almost fighting and. And then the the whole virus thing, which always is off putting for me. Sure, it's uh, I just I didn't like anything about it. And it's, I think so, you're being overly harsh on it. it but if it, I didn't like it in what ninety whatever, oh, you when liked it, it when out, it, you liked it when it first came. No, out. no. If yeah, I if did. I didn't like it then, I'm Every, definitely not gonna like it now. Everybody liked John Woo movies back in the nineties. There's Face Off. There's Hard Boiled. There's this. They, he, I never liked them leaping off motorcycles and well, colliding no, in midair but that's, and then fighting while they fall down. At, you know, they don't fight while they fall down. <laughs> and his little flip kick that he lands. On. Yeah, that one's awesome. <laughs> uh, Is there anybody yes. new in this one besides uh, Cavill? No, I think it's. I think this. I'm so excited to see Henry in this in this role, and so yeah. he he's got me souped up for this. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see if he ends up going head to head because if he does, he's gonna lose. He's got to. And then yeah, you're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to believe that Tom Cruise can beat up Henry Cavill. Yeah, and and I don't buy that, but it's. Uh, I mean, they're going to right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Mission Impossible is always full of twists, right? You, they might make you think that they're head to head the whole time, and then in the end, Henry was the one that bails him out, and maybe the whole time he's, he's new part of the team. He takes <laughs> yeah, off the mask, right? And... <laughs> yeah, that would. Well, like I said, in the, Mission Impossible, the, they can the pull Mission Impossible cop out of yeah. it's a mask. It was yeah. a mask the whole time with the little strip on the throat that makes you sound exactly like him. As long as you read the card right with the right sentence. All right. Well, that's it for July preview. We scanned to see if there was anything else. There's a couple. We didn't things. say what you thought this would be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I have floor of three, ceiling of four. Um. No, I agree. Okay. I think Henry alone gets it to a three. Yeah. So there's there were some other movies that are coming out, obviously, but nothing that really jumped out. There's some kids' movies, a few kind of indie, smaller releases, but maybe there'll be another upgrade that sneaks out in July that maybe we catch one day when we go see, and we can maybe drop in an extra episode or two. But we will definitely be seeing the four of these on this list, so you can expect 
these episodes coming up from us relatively soon. Sometime in July Some- or early <laughs> August. All right. Well, that does it for us. Another episode. If you guys want to reach out to us and let us know what you think, catch us at twoviewsmovies.com. Talk to us on Facebook. Email us at twoviewsmovies at gmail.com. And if you can, go out to the podcast store and leave us a rating. That helps out tremendously. We will catch you guys next time.